Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Hey, it's us. It's the Bama Geeks. It's episode 11. We have made it 22 weeks. How do we know that? Because we record every other week. And 11 times 2 is 22. I can math tonight. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, I'm math in here now? Oh, geez. (laughs) Sorry. It's, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'm Brock. Thanks so much for joining us. And as always, my friends, my besties, who, who, who you be again? It's Jessica. It's Kevin. And Bo. And we are joining you on a wonderful Sunday night, even though you're probably hearing this on a Wednesday. And that's okay. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, early. Home day! <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> no, we're not getting into that commercial. No. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you heard the beginning of our last episode, I had to stick a little intro on there at the beginning saying, hey, yeah, we, we know the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer dropped. It's it's just habit with us. We mm-hmm. record on Sundays yeah. and Sony releases something great about Ghostbusters on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, the day before the our episodes drop. So we're going to join you two weeks late talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're going to talk to you about the trailer. We're going to talk to you about the toys that Hasbro has brought out and uh, whatever we can think of to talk about with Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're definitely going to hit on that because we are all massive Ghostbusters fans. We're part of the Alabama Ghostbusters, have been for years. But before we do that, we're going to chit chat, find out what everybody's been up to the last couple of weeks. Jess and I went to Atlanta Comic-Con yesterday, uh, Saturday, and then Bo and Kevin have watched Suicide Squad this weekend. Jess and I did not because we were in Atlanta all day and uh, didn't want to go anywhere today because we are really old and could not move. We're really tired. Dragon Con is going to kill us this year. And uh, we'll also talk about Dragon Con, about some things coming up for that. So, guys, what's been happening the last couple of weeks with you? I guess for me, I I really haven't been too much. Just been playing a few games as always. But uh, I don't know if y'all saw it. I talked about it on the Facebook. But uh, recently fell down a rabbit hole. I've been rewatching the 90s animated MTV show Daria, which Mm -hmm. as I go back, like, 
when that show came on, I watched it because I was like, oh, cool. You know, the character from Beavis and Butthead got her own spinoff thing, which it's completely nothing like Beavis and Butthead. Right. Which is a good thing. Like the crazy thing about it, I know is very geared towards teenage girls of that era. Mm-hmm. But of course, so I wasn't intended to the audience, but I watched it. I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> it wasn't for me, but I watched some of it. But I've recently rewatched it. I uh, found a stream that does it like it's like a, the old recordings of it. So it's still got the original licensed music it had in it. Oh, okay. um, some of the old commercials with it. Um, but uh, I've been watching it and like for a show that was no, not geared anything towards me. Like I really enjoyed it. a lot of Daria <laughs> Starkey and very, very. What was it? I want to say her nihilistic humor is very good. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Also, watching it, though, is now is I'm like, oh, my gosh, that girl was that girl I knew in high school. That girl was that girl I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. And then also I identify with the parents because, like, their dad, <laughs> while he was he come off very neurotic as when I was younger. Now I'm watching him. He's very neurotic, but he's trying his his darndest to connect with his two teenage daughters. It's very relatable now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like one of, the, one of the comments was one of the things that made me just get a good laugh. I mean, it's kind of also it, it was very ahead of its time joke, but I like it. The next door neighbor, Daria's friend, Jane, her brother, which Daria has a uh, crush on. I know mm-hmm. I'm going Daria fan talk here for y'all. But anyway. Yeah. One of the hit, uh, spoilers. He, yeah. Her, oh, yeah. 20 plus year old spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> her brother, which I cannot remember. I know a lot of girls are like, what was his brother's name? Either way, girl was coming not coming to the door. Well, the dad was expecting uh, Quinn, Daria's other sister, which she was the popular cute girl that all guys dated. So he assumed it was her. One of her dates at the door, he opens the door. He goes, ah, I must not really not know my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> which i was like okay that's funny you know but yeah that that's but that's what i've been up to i've always said if they ever did anything live action with daria that um aubrey plaza oh, is perfect. but there is also oh, but there is a there is some type of a uh video out there of her being daria and like a funny or die did a sketch yes that's it funny or die it was like a reunion yeah aubrey plaza hands down would be the most, li- the best live action choice for Daria, I've always said. Mm-hmm. She would be a good choice. I'm trying to so remember what the, what the what the brother's name was too, and I can't remember I know, so sad. It either. It's been a while. I mean, I, I watched I watched Trent, Daria quite a bit back then, but I and and here and there I've caught some episodes, but I I should revisit that as well too. Yeah, I never watched it. I just watched her when she was on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Which, speaking of which, <laughs> guess what? I fell asleep to last night. <laughs> five hour. I found a five-hour stream of them just taunting old music videos. Just the video YouTube. portion, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, five hours thing. worth, and I fell asleep to it last night. Well, that's what got me in the rabbit hole. I started watching that stream for Beavis and Butthead, and then I got roped into Daria. So that's that's how it worked out. Beavis and Butthead, even though like it's how it's amazing, it made it on TV back then. It is still ridiculously hilarious. Oh, it's a great show. I had loved that show as a teenager. So, Kev, what have you been up to, man? Well, Bo fell down the rabbit hole of Daria. I fell back down the rabbit hole of virtual reality. So <laughs> I, I've had a virtual reality system in my living room in several different places that I've lived. And it's fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's super cool. I think most everybody on this podcast has played either mine or, or a virtual reality of some kind. Mm-hmm. And the... I got a really good opportunity to upgrade the computer. And if anyone has been doing any computer shopping or trying to build a computer lately, um, graphics card prices are insane. I know mm-hmm. that's affecting Bo a lot. He hasn't been able to do uh, upgrade his computer. So I managed to get a really nice uh, upgrade, uh, several generations newer than what I currently have. 
And I have fallen, as I mentioned, I have fallen back down the rabbit hole of VR, um, doing different games, um, throughout the spectrum. And VR is, is, while it is not as hot as it was when it was, it was the thing, you know, when the HTC Vive was out and, uh, the, the, the PlayStation, uh, VR was out, it is still pretty, uh, a, a pretty hot property. And it's, uh, the, the, there are a lot of really, really nice games out there. I, I found myself earlier playing a, version of minecraft it was like minecraft but it was um minecraft was one of those games that i always thought would work really well for vr mm-hmm. and they did do their best to convert minecraft over to vr but this is a game that was built from the ground up to be for vr that's like minecraft and guys i got into this game and this doesn't only happen to me because i usually stay pretty grounded i got lost in the game and i was just like <laughs> um i i will unabashedly say that i I bumped into the hearth in the living room <laughs> a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> because I forgot that I was not, I mean, it, 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 the immersion factor in this mm-hmm. game, which you know you're in a video game, but it's just like the way that they built it, it just feels like you're there Yeah. Um, with um, butterflies flying around and uh, the, the way everything moves, it, it's really easy to lose yourself in it. And it was really nice to be able to to do VR again and actually with a newer computer, that had the ability to fool me again. So I'm, uh, I've been doing, at least this weekend, I've been doing quite a bit of, uh, of virtual reality. So yeah, it's been fun. Nice. No, we can't wait to come back down and play it then. (laughs) The last time we were down at Kevin's house, he, we, uh, Jess and I both were doing the VR and I got into the Google maps or Google earth Mm. and (laughs) was just looking around you know, foreign lands, and I, it was incredible. I, I got so enamored just by Google Earth. I mean, the games mm-hmm. were fine, but standing in the middle of the of the village that represents uh, Arendelle from Frozen yeah. was really cool. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, we're here. Where's Olaf? Come on. <laughs> Guys, um, d- just to kind of expand on that a little bit, Jessica and I were treated to, what do you say, Jessica? It was probably about 45 minutes of Brock, of him zooming around Disney. Going, yeah. Oh my God. This is where this is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, give me a second, guys. Let me zoom in and see if I can see that, that, that particular sign on the side of the building. <laughs> and we're, and me and Jessica are like, well, that and he, and he took <laughs> us, he took us to Texas where he was in the Air Force and was showing yeah. us around there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were, we were, uh, treated to a lot of, uh, <laughs> of, of Brock's, uh, uh, places he's been in his life. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's the same way with Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is, you know, I've downloaded it when it first came out on PC. I joined the, uh, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And so I had free access to, to Microsoft Flight Sim. And I've been doing that sim for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to, to high school. And, uh, it just recently again came out on, uh, Xbox One. And so, I, I do the same thing with that. I, I jump in an airplane and I take off and I fly to Disney World and then I fly to Texas and then <laughs> I fly over my old house back in South Alabama. It, it's hey, uh, hey, Brock. I, uh, I have no just, life. I just want to say that's <laughs> also in VR. So. Oh, nice. Cam's going to be like, it's been three hours to get out of my house. <laughs> I well, just, you guys gotta be going. <laughs> didn't you bring board games? Come on, man. <laughs> I just like the uh, catapulting and exploding and blowing up things. So, yeah. Oh, that game is fun. 
guys, I, I have so many more. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to get together here soon and uh, do that and, and try to figure out a way to wrap a an episode of Bama Geeks around it. That would be hilarious. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> well, uh, Jess and I have not been up to much. I had my kids the week that uh, the last episode was released. I had my kids here and we took them up or I took them up to, to uh, Chattanooga to Lookout Mountain to Ruby Falls and Rock City. They had they'd been to Chattanooga before, but they'd never been there. So I took them up there for that. We sat around the house a lot. I had to work. Yeah, she had to work late. So, and then last week, just back at work, we've really been up to nothing. We we went mm-hmm. to see Jungle Cruise uh, in the theater when the kids were here. Fantastic movie. If you yeah. haven't seen it yet, definitely a, a good Pirates of the Caribbean feel mm-hmm. to it. Right. Extremely good movie. It wasn't what I was expecting, which was Not which was nice. Mm-hmm. And- I mean, uh, yeah, you get that, yeah, the Indiana Jones, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean vibe to it. So. And you, you get the puns. If you've mm-hmm. ridden Jungle Cruise down at Disney, you get the puns, and they are wonderful. Yeah. And Kevin is a lover of puns and dad jokes. He is a connoisseur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so Jungle Cruise is right up his alley for sure. And, you know, Bo and I being dads, yeah, it's right up mm-hmm. our alley too. Yeah. But good movie. It is a good so, movie. So we really hadn't done much anything the last couple of weeks, except or until yesterday on Saturday, we, we got up at, at five 30 in the morning and, uh, got up and got ready left by six 30. Mm-hmm. Cause we had to go to Bucky's so we could get breakfast. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so we stopped there. We, we got food to go and then made our way to the Georgia world Congress center where they had Atlanta comic con. This is the first time that, Jess and I had been since 2018. Mm-hmm. Bo went in 2019 because yep. the original Turtles voice cast was there. Yep. We went in 2018 because Matthew Lewis, who played Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter, was there. Mm-hmm. So we took, uh, and Charles Martinet, who was, you know, the voice of Mario. So yep. we took the kids to that one. I got to meet Leah Thompson and Sean Aston mm-hmm. at that one too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Made me think. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how it was for you. For the, when I went, I went uh, wound up. I stopped off at the completely wrong end of the World Congress Center and pretty much walked eight <laughs> mm-hmm. miles to yep. the other end where the convi- where the convention was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah, that, yeah. that building is in ridiculously massive. Yes, yeah. like that is a big building. I know they built it for like when the Olympics was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But good lord, yeah. that is mm-hmm. a big building. It's almost a whole you know city, city in itself. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, huge. But, uh, yeah, that's where we, we also went to Walker Stalker Con. Mm-hmm. I think the last time it was there. Yeah. It was in Building B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta Comic Con was in Building C. and We uh, came in through Building A. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But hey. it, was, it was better than walking outside. It was nice to walk oh, in, oh, in the air. Right? You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, we got there. And. The reason we went was Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel from The Little Mermaid, already well documented my love <laughs> of The Little Mermaid. We're not getting into why again. Yeah. But she was there. That was the second time that we got to meet her. Uh, and she was delightful as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my my birthday present this year again from Jess. Uh, in 2019, Jody Benson was my birthday present when we went to Fanboy Expo. <laughs> This year, same it, thing. It all it all lines up perfectly. I mean, in, in the same way, last year, uh, before everything got canceled in 2020, she was going to be at Atlanta Comic Con last year, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much going to be the same thing. Hey, you want mm-hmm. me to 
buy your, you know, ticket and your photo op and your autograph. That's my birthday present to you. And then, you know, like we know with everything in 2020, canceled. I'm I'm thinking Jody Benson's going to be my forever birthday gift from here on out, <laughs> which hey. is okay. I will not complain. I love that lady. <laughs> she is a sweetheart. Can't say you're not easy to shop for. So, yeah. Well, all right then. Why is it every time we have this podcast, somebody decides to rev their engines and go right by our door? Oh well. I uh, I, 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 I had, my, I had mine muted, but I had a Harley drive by like two of them. Like, <laughs> Back to back. I'd rather hear the Harley than this dump truck that decides to rev its engine and, and think it's something really nice. But anyway, so we got a, we got a really nice surprise uh, last week when they were doing, uh, they had uh, Bruce Boxleitner was supposed to be there, but uh, he had to back out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Atlanta Comic Con says, hey, we've got guests, more guests coming. And the first one that popped up that just sent me over the moon was Judith Hogue, April O'Neil from the 1990 original Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And I love April O'Neil. She's a reporter. I'm a former TV reporter. She's redhead. I love them redheads. So it just works. So Judith was announced and that was a, a bonus. Jess had gotten me, you know, the photo op for Jody and we were going to do the autograph. Mm-hmm. Even though I've got Jody's autograph on like five different things in this house, I was going to get another Jody autograph. I nixed that and decided to go with a photo op with Judith Hogue, mm-hmm. which I'm extremely happy we went that direction. Yeah. yeah, Like I said, I love Jody. This is our first time meeting Judith. That lady is an absolute delight. If you get a chance to meet her at a convention, which you will in October here in Birmingham, mm-hmm. she's coming to Alabama Comic Con. And She's also going to be in Mississippi, the Mississippi Comic Con too. So if you're close to that area too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or has that one already? That one hasn't already happened, has it? Has it? No, has it? I don't know. I can't remember. But she, she, we we got up to her table, got up to her, and all of a sudden she starts complimenting Jess how cute she is because Jess is wearing like a Little Mermaid uh, dress. Uh, that's really, really cute. Jess looks great in it. Thanks. And uh, she is, she's wearing that. And so Judith starts talking to her and then starts talk, asking about us mm-hmm. and our marriage. And then the whole conversation went totally out the window from geek stuff to marriage. Yeah. She started talking about her marriage, you know, with us, you know, she's, I, I guess she's on her second one. So she was telling us all about her husband and, mm-hmm. you know, how they met, how they met. And she's living now closer to the East coast instead of LA. So she's, she's, she's almost in our neighborhood. She's, she doesn't live far from here, which is really cool. So she's telling Jess, you look cute. Y'all are adorable. You're such a cute couple. And then she started talking about her husband having bald hair, you know, not bald hair, but just being bald. If you're bald, you don't have hair. (laughs) And Jess was like, well, yeah, well, he's got a, you know, well, Brock has gotten this gray hair and he's always paranoid. And she's like, your hair is sexy. I love your gray hair. (laughs) She said this whole silver fox thing, you know. (laughs) So. April O'Neil said you were sexy, Bart. Said April O'Neil was hitting on my husband. So Ooh. I'm okay with this. It happens never. So I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> Jess always gets the compliments because Jess is just freaking adorable. Because mm. she's short and she's cute mm. and she's bubbly. And me, I'm just over here, you know, 
I'm not even a good arm decoration <laughs> for most of the time. So <laughs> stop it. Judith Hogue. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. So, anyway, so <laughs> yes, have some. Uh, yes, please. So it was wonderful. Uh, she she is a doll. She talked to us for about ten minutes yeah. at her table, and even though the line was forming, she was taking about that much time with everybody. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful experience uh, meeting her. And uh, after the photo op, after we got finished talking to her and everything, you know, we told her, "Hey, we're going to see you in October when you come to Birmingham." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Fantastic." You know, I said, we'll see you at your photo op. And she goes, okay, great. So we go to the photo op and we're the last people in the line. Usually at a photo op, it's okay. No chit chat and get out of here. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> herded yeah. like cattle. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was nobody else after us. There was nobody else scheduled for the photo op immediately after. Mm-hmm. So at, after the photo op, we get another quite a few minutes where they're standing in the photo booth, just chit chatting back and forth. She's like, Okay, so when I get to Birmingham, uh-huh. where do I need to eat? Yep. And so ah, she's like, we're going to be staying downtown near the BJCC, and where do I need to go? And so we started telling her these places, and so we told her about the Southern Kitchen and mm-hmm. Bar, which is a, mm-hmm. a great place right next to the BJCC. Fantastic food. So she probably won't hear this podcast, but I think we're going to make a concerted effort and hope you guys will join us in trying to convince her that if her and if she brings her husband, you know, hey. Let us take you out to dinner over here at the Southern. We you don't have to get anybody's We're car. <laughs> you don't have to get anybody's car. You know, we're <laughs> just gonna walk up here. We'll treat y'all to dinner. You know, you're 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 fresh, new, living in the South. Let us show you some of that Alabama hospitality. Yeah, we're gonna give it a shot. Yeah, because no, don't hurt to ask. No, and and she is that outgoing. She might. I mean, she was. Phenomenal. I mean, she was just wrapping her arms around you, just hey, come on, Lynn, let's yeah. talk, let's chat, let's. And I'm like, and you're, you know. let's see. yeah, welcome to the south. You, you are one of us now. Yeah. Brock, did she call you her little darling? No, she did not. <laughs> the, the, only, the only thing, like, if, if if this actually becomes possible, that's going to be something I wish I could do a time travel, so I could go back and tell like eight year old me that at one point you have had dinner with Winston and April O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> like, and my, and, and, I mean, you know. Hey, and we almost had dinner with Shaft and Foxy Brown. That's true. You know, back in <laughs> back in 2010 when we first had dinner with Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> and so Slimer yeah. from Ghostbusters 2. Is that, yeah. Of course, Slimer, with yes. Robin? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the places you will go. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> just, just wanted you to know that when you get older, you've made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in some ways, you have completed your dream. Well, it was just, it, it only feels right to extend the invitation. Hey, we're right yeah. here. We're right next door to this place. Let us take you out. You and your husband and agent, whoever, let's take you out to dinner or lunch, whatever, just because you're now in the South. we got Southern hospitality mm-hmm. and that, that is how friendly the conversations were with her, you yeah. know, not just about April or not just about the turtles or acting or whatever. It, it we, we went over a few subjects yeah when we didn't yeah. we didn't just like limit to this to who she is as you know what she plays a part yeah. in in the movie we were it was almost like talking to you know oh, somebody yeah. you would just run you know just casually run into you know another human being so yeah, totally that's, that's one of the few things people forget when you meet these like celebrities or people actors or whatever you know at the end of the day yeah that, that's their job you know to make people happy but also they're people too so mm-hmm. you know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean she is personal so this is an, an advertisement for Alabama Comic Con. I believe it's the second weekend in October. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come. 
and meet Judith. Judith is absolutely personable. She's fantastic. She is a sweetheart. I, I, I got more out of that conversation than I was ever expecting. She, right. She's phenomenal. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, come to Alabama Comic Con, the, the uh, BJCC. We'll be there with the Alabama Ghostbusters and on our own and everything else. So mm-hmm. come see her. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. Mm, not at all. Not at all. And, and now Alabama Comic Con is a great convention to begin with. Mm-hmm. We've been a few times and and have a great time. So it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh, when we were standing in line, she was running a little late to get there. So of course, you know, Brock <laughs> <A> little, had <laughs> she, she put in her her uh, Instagram and Facebook stories. Her sign says she was supposed to be there at eleven fifteen. I think she posted at ten thirty in her Instagram and Facebook stories. Hey, Atlanta, I'm rolling out of bed and coming down there. <laughs> Fast forward to 11.45, 11.50. She's not there yet. Of course, Brock has to go. Judith Hogue's got 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, about a minute later, she walked out. <laughs> not that we were going to leave or anything, but the opportunity no. presented itself, you know, to to quote that yeah. while we were standing in line. She was she she was running awfully close to, to Jody's panel, which uh, Jody, every time she does a panel, she sings part of your world for the audience at the mm-hmm. end of it after her Q and a, and I did not want to miss that because, you know, <laughs> yeah. Jody singing part of your world. Got to hear it every time. So, but, uh, but no, she made it. We made it to the panel on mm-hmm. time and yeah, come to Alabama comic-con. I'm telling you meeting her. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. She has got so much personality. She's so fun. And you can get two Aprils now yep. uh, with the yeah. most recent announcement. You'll get two Aprils at the Alabama yeah. Comic Con this year. Yeah. Renee Jacobs, who did the voice of the cartoon, uh, April was going to be there. That's- so, yeah, I've already got uh, I recently got the Super 7 April O'Neil ultimate figure. I wanted to get my NECA April O'Neil figure signed, the, the cartoon by Renee. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep that in the box for now because it's. I'll eventually break it out. I really will. It, it's worth a lot of money right now. and, and It's a good-looking figure, though. It's, it's really a really good-looking figure. It's mm-hmm. fantastic, and I would want to have Renee sign that. But then they got the ultimate uh, Super 7 April O'Neil in, in here uh, last week. I had it pre-ordered for, golly, over a year, and it finally showed up. So I'm going to have her sign that one instead, mm-hmm. sign that figure box. So, yeah, two Aprils, the, the NECA standard april o'neill figure from the movie the one that is of judith should be shipping by the time the con hits which i really hope yeah but they also released a set of or they released a limited edition of 2000 the signature series they're calling it the uh, ultimate april o'neill figure NECA's releasing these and it's got it's got an autographed press pass yeah signed by judith that's included with these along with a Everybody started complaining. I got to pay 60 extra bucks for a yellow raincoat, but it comes with a couple of different accessories plus yeah. Judith's signature on a card. Yeah. And, and Brock had the opportunity. He, he did want, you know, talk to her about the, about the NECA, the NECA figure and thanking her for, you know, all the work that she's done with NECA and putting that together and being a part of that. And, yeah. And she told us some behind the scenes stuff, you know. Oh, cool. With that and potentially more April O'Neil 1990 mm-hmm. figures on the way. Different. Ooh. different uh, variations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she wore different outfits, so hopefully we'll get some more of those. But if you haven't seen any of her stuff leading up to the NECA figure reveal, go look at her YouTube channel. It's called 
mm-hmm. Judith Ho got us on fire and she's got a lot of behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff that she worked hand in hand with NECA to get that figure made. And it's a great looking figure and she was hands on. Yeah. So I think we've gushed over Judith enough, <laughs> <laughs> but not really, but we'll move on. Um, Atlanta Comic Con, uh, it's 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 in a big open area. Lots of social distancing. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has a mask mandate right now. Was, you, uh... you think that people would adhere to that? But no, uh, it was about a fifty fifty shot of wearing a mask. We did put on our masks, even though it was really difficult trying to walk around the vendors area with that mask on. Because I still have not found a surefire way to avoid my glasses fogging <laughs> up, and I'm just like I'm having to. You know, move my glasses up and down when nobody's around and kind of pull my mask down a second so I can actually see in the distance what's happening. Oh, and I got to tell you this. They had <laughs> this vendor. Oh, I think I know what you're about to talk about. <laughs> Normally, when you go to convention, you go to the dealer's room and you find decent deals. You know, you're not finding eBay prices everywhere. You're finding people who are selling vintage figures. And there's a little bit of a markup. I mean, they got to make their money. They're small mm-hmm. businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally fine. This guy, we walked up. I saw a sealed in box Eternia playset for Masters of the Universe. Sealed in the box <laughs> from the 80s. I'm like, that's cool. I've seen one. It's It was incomplete. Where do we, we saw that? At, at Full Circle. Full Circle Toys. Mm-hmm. I forget the price that they had on it. They weren't actually selling theirs. I think their oh, sign said that, that that it wasn't for sale. It was just for display. And it wasn't complete well, either. That, well, that was a shame. I think. I, I I could be wrong, but I think that's what it said. Well, this guy, we walked around and said, oh, look, a sealed, sealed attorney <laughs> place. Let's see how much he's wanting for it. Boy, howdy. This guy does not know how to be a dealer at a convention. Because who in the world... Walks around with thirty thousand dollars <laughs> in their pocket. Uh. I'm sure he expected, you know, hey, this is Atlanta. There's some nerd with, you know, an impulse buy to spend thirty k. I, you know, I mean, that's that's shooting for some pretty high. Yeah, I know, no, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. justifying it. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> you know. So, Brock, you're telling me you didn't have your checkbook. Right. I haven't had a checkbook in years. It's okay. <laughs> oh, we can write the check. Writing the check's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearing the bank where it, there's going to be an issue. Not going Make to sure j- it's made of rubber. Yeah. <laughs> not going to jail for doing that's a different story. <laughs> 30K. Yeah. But, and his whole selling point was on, on the sticky note that he had on, on the front. You know, $30,000, you know, AFA graded seven point something sealed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. No. What, who in their right mind, if you knew you valued it at 30K, why would you even bring it to a convention in the first place? I mean, even if you found somebody there, why would you risk having something that you feel is yeah. worth $30,000 at a convention full of people who could potentially just knock it over or, or pick it up and drop it or something like that? I tell know? Brock it's all for the people just walking around going, Thirty thousand dollars for that—that's probably it's the show of it. It's all it is. Well, it's it, a show. It of might it. be. It might be. It actually might be smart marketing because somebody went, "Hey, man, you won't believe this? They got a toy over here for thirty grand. Uh, oh, I don't believe you." And then they walk over there, right? And see it. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. On, on a good day, that place that may be worth three to four thousand dollars sealed. Yeah, thirty thousand. Oh, 
let us continue on this journey with this vendor. <laughs> In a glass case, he had several of the original 1970s Star Wars figures on the cards, mm-hmm. mint on the cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He had a Jawa and he had Boba Fett. Guess how much he wanted for Boba Fett? Two grand. I'm just saying. I'm cheap for two grand. Two grand. Times um, 15. Yeah. He also right. wanted 30000 for the Boba Fett. And the Jawa? What a steal. He wanted 35000 for the Jawa. 35K yeah. for a car. K. Isn't it's, there it's, like a, t- a TV show or something that you go on and you get this stuff graded? And they tell what you is, that it's- <laughs> what, what has happened now? Like, I think I, this is one of my things. Like, toys, like, especially started with video games over the last couple of years, like where, where comic books have kind of They've kind of, you know, they're still getting graded now. Video games and toys have entered that whole mm-hmm. grading territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of there there are generations classic cars. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, you know, a lot of our you know, a lot of our previous parents' generation was all about restoring old cars. And then, you know, you had the Barrett Jackson thing and then, you know, it threw it got it up and, you know, people with money to burn spend that money. So now that's I think that's kind of what's translating into action figures and video games. Yeah, it, it's it's like that recent Super Mario sixty four game mm-hmm. that sold for one point five million dollars because it was graded. Give yeah. me a break. That that is a racket. That that's people driving up the prices to benefit themselves somehow. That's an absolute racket. But this well, guy, well, you know, yeah, you, you go, you know that you you go to a con to make deals, and you go to a con to to find the vintage toys, mm-hmm. even if they're not in the great shape. Like like one like a dealer close to this guy had uh, the, uh, Deep Space Nine Defiant. Mm-hmm. He wanted 125 bucks for it. It was still in the box, complete from Playmates. Wow, 125, mm-hmm. yeah. totally reasonable. And if I would have had yeah. it, I would have probably tried to haggle with oh. him because that shuttle is one that I never had, and I had almost the entire Playmates mm-hmm. line of Star Trek toys growing up. I probably would have done that. 125, totally reasonable. 30K <laughs> for the playset. 30K for a Boba Fett. 35K for a Jawa. Come on, man. This uh, wait, is wait, not so, wait, eBay. So essentially, so essentially, he had almost 100K worth of toys. In his mind, he did. Yeah, <laughs> yes, well, I'm, just, but, I'm just saying, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of going back to what I said, it's like, why would you even do that? If you felt like you had $100,000 worth of stuff why would you bring it to a convention? And I mean, come on, Brock. You know he probably would have given it to you for twenty nine thousand. Well, you know, I could have probably I mean, got him down to, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe twenty seven fifty seventy five yeah. something. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was one thing that was pretty funny to me? It was the guy that we saw that was selling the the plasma series lines for twenty bucks a figure, and I just seen Ray at Target on clearance for five ninety nine. Yeah, but they had <laughs> the, the the one guy that had the Defiant shuttle. Uh, he he had all the current reissue of the real Ghostbusters figures, fifty bucks <laughs> a pop, and I'm like, they are what? everywhere at Walmart right now. They are warming the pegs, <laughs> yes. you know, for fourteen bucks. Come on, man. But Bo, just, we yeah. we we did look for the oh. two packs of the turtles for mm-hmm. you. Still mm-hmm. looking nowhere at the at the oh. entire con. That's... I mean, I I don't even I don't even think they exist anymore. Like I said, I think they made a. Well, actually, I, I, that's one thing I don't understand either. All the scalpers bought them up, or they only manufactured so many. Which I mean, but I've yet to even see at the cons anybody have. You know, that is a good a, point. the two packs. Yeah, them. we haven't seen them at the cons. Yeah, that is a good point. We saw the one. We saw the one Leonardo two pack. Yeah, 
at um at Full Circle Toys in Noonan, uh, Georgia. Right. We yeah. did see that there, but they were wanting eighty bucks a piece for it. I didn't have it at yeah, the time. I, to, like I said, I, for it. I, I still go by and look ever so often, but I like I said, I it's to the point <laughs> I don't expect it to be there. I'll be more shocked when I do find one. At this point, yeah, they're they're all out of the stores. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's it's been out of circulation. Where they they were released what middle of last year. So yeah, here we are, a year later. Yeah, and and that's one thing we were talking about with Judith uh, about the turtle speakers because she was asking us how many we had, and I I told her I've got almost the entire line and and everything, and she's she was very much positive about Nick potentially re-releasing these. She said she said these guys know how popular these these figures mm-hmm. are, so you might see them again. Yeah, very yeah. soon. So hopefully, and she's got yeah. a, a better inside track than all of us. So mm-hmm. you know that'd be nice. So we'll, we'll we'll all keep an eye out. And you know, Dragon Con's coming up, and they're going to have their big dealer area. And so we'll we'll worm around Dragon Con. We'll all take take a couple mm-hmm. hours and roam around the dealer's room and, and Dragon Con. Guess I better donate some plasma before Dragon Con. Hey, we've got hey. the. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, look look at this. There's the flyer right there for our local plasma there center that's, that's now open right there. Look at do that. yourself do yourself some good for commit uh to contributing to the medical research and also your your toy fun. Hey, yeah, I th- I've got to recoup the sales our, tax on my car that I just paid. <laughs> he showed me that say so he's like, we think we still might want to do this. I was like, mm, that's possible. I mean, I mean, it, it, the crazy <laughs> thing about it is you go there and at the most you're there an hour and you know like they it's variation by like just I'm sorry I'm not doing a plasma pitch but I, know, so I get I get emails and like at the worst you're there I an love hour it. and sometimes you might get paid thirty bucks twenty bucks and then sometimes you know if you like I got a coupon in the mail I'm got to think about it if I go donate eight sorry. times in the next few weeks I could get like six hundred bucks so I mean you know. <laughs> So 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 Brock is Brock have... is going to be subsidizing his toys, and Jessica's going to be subsidizing Bucky's. There you go. <laughs> oh oh, tangent tangent. When we stopped by Bucky's yesterday, we stopped there at six fifty yesterday morning. We stopped there at six fifty yesterday evening, coming back. <laughs> Twelve, hours Twelve hours on the like... nose. We were at Bucky's twice, <laughs> and. <laughs> Two little old ladies were standing outside. I mean, white hair. They were just standing there, just looking up at Bucky's. Mm-hmm. And I told Jess, I'm like, this is your retired life. This is what yep. you're going to look like. <laughs> we're going to be stuck at Bucky's for the rest of our eternity. Hey, look, I just I had to stop and get something from my dad. I, I, I failed getting him something the last time we passed through there. A couple of, you know, the last time we were coming back with the kids. So I told Brock, I was like, ah, I got it. My conscience is getting the best of me. I got to stop and get my dad something that he loves that I didn't get him last time. Yeah. And it's funny is we had stopped by Bucky's and left. And about five minutes after we left, he texted, can y'all stop by Bucky's and get me one of these biscuits? (laughs) And we're like, we just, we just left yesterday. We just crossed the line into Alabama and he texted about two minutes after we got in Alabama. Hey, can y'all stop and get me a lottery ticket? (laughs) We just missed it by another two minutes, dad. Sorry. Yeah, I should already know these things ahead of time. I mean, I'm, I need to help my dad out in his well, old age a little bit. I had, remember these things. And I had even asked you in the car, mm-hmm. do we need to stop and get your dad a lottery ticket? And she's like, uh, probably not this time. I think he should be good. And then two minutes after we get in Alabama. Well, yeah, because normally when he knows we're going over to Georgia, he's got the envelope ready. He's got the ticket in. The, he already has the ticket filled out and the cash in there. I just walk in there and hand him the, the stuff. And that's it. So... <laughs> I was just assuming we didn't need to because it wasn't done beforehand. But no. we, we yeah. told him we'll get him one on the way to Dragon Con <laughs> or on the way back. <laughs> uh, 
Oh. So that was our that was our Saturday. Yeah. And then yeah. But speaking of Dragon Con, it's coming up in just three weeks. Man, it's hard to believe. It's it's here wow. and it's gonna be in person. And I am so thankful that it's gonna be in person with half the capacity of two thousand nineteen. <laughs> 2019 was estimated to be about 85,000 people there. They're going to knock that down to about 40, Mm -hmm. May 43 at the most. So I am excited about that because we've got our passes. We're all going and it's going to be a a very nice half crowd from the last time we were there. I want to say they're not even selling Saturday only passes Mm -mm. now, right? That was one of the things they nixed it. Yeah, they they killed that off. I don't know. I don't know if they sold out of every day of the, you know, Friday. Yeah, I haven't looked either. Yeah, know. the weekend passes. Yeah, we got weekend passes, so we didn't care. Like I got, I missed, I missed over. How am I? I know they're not mailing out the blue cards, correct? Right, everything's done over a QR code mm-hmm. because they they partnered with a company called Grotix. And oh, that was we did it 2019, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. Okay, okay, yeah. And so I think 2018 was the last year for the the cards, and so now you show mm-hmm. a QR, you walk up to registration, show a QR code, and they give you your badge. I'm about to dig out that email. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, Dragon Cons is going to be here, and we'll probably hit on more of that next episode because we're going to squeeze in one more before we all head to Dragon Con. And just so you guys know, mm-hmm. we looked at our schedule. The The Sunday we're all at Dragon Con is supposed to be the next time we record. Probably not going to make that episode. Yeah. So there might be about a month lull in between. But I think most of y'all will be at Dragon Con with us. Yeah, everybody who listens yeah. will be there with us anyway, so it won't matter. <laughs> Except for Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, sorry, if you're, Ryan. Yeah. For if you're listening, sorry you can't cross that border yeah, yet. Stuck in Canada. Even though my, one of my best friends from high school lives in Canada and was down here for the last month. You know, it's going back. Or he actually went back. So you can't Don't cross the border. Don't get the man the in trouble. You can cross the border. <laughs> you just have to quarantine yourself when you get back, I guess. Because America. America. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Dragon Con, uh, Dragon Con mask mandate, whether you're vaccinated or not, totally fine. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of cosplayers mm-hmm. that are going to incorporate that into their costumes. So that's fantastic. So, you know, it's just an indoor thing. So, yeah, mainly, well, my, my, and I'm sure I know many of you who are my friends who pay and teach to me now that there's a mask requirement mandate. And yes, I am trying to figure out how I can safely wear pins on my mask. So if you're in there wondering, <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. So d- does Dickies make a face mask now? I don't know. I need to figure that out. <laughs> oh. oh, this is going to be great. Bo yeah, wears is- a lot of the, the Dickies khaki shirts. That's what's covered Lots with the pins. Player. That's my casual cosplay. I mean, it's it's something it's comfortable. Of yeah. course, though, I've, I've lost a few pins or they've bent the backs when we've had too much fun. <laughs> inebriated but you know uh, <laughs> that's, that's what i've been thinking i've been trying to think like how can i safely do this where i can wear a mask and pin so i'm gonna oh, look like that's... really blinged out i don't know and, i did not think about the pins and yes just, Bo has to avoid metal detectors like crazy when he wears the yeah. dicky shirts <laughs> <laughs> he either lights it, it up yeah either the metal detector is going to do one thing uh, mess with my pins or destroy me if i'm a robot i don't know <laughs> Well, you know, if you're going to the Marriott, that's that, that is, is questionable now. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. and I got a feeling this year at the Marriott, we will not be spending Saturday night inside that place. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hazard. I, I, have, be... I, have a, I have a feeling they probably will break people up after a while. Probably. You know how they normally they do the cleanup. They're probably I'm sure like I'm sure it's gonna be like fire marshal extreme. We're letting so many people in at time or in shifts or whatever. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, that's 
I'd rather do restricted Dragon Con than no Dragon Con at all. Yeah. Yeah. And what's going to be weird, speaking of restricted, is the parade. You can yeah. only, I don't know how they're going to enforce this. And Dragon Con said, we're not telling our secrets. Yeah. But they're going to limit parade viewership to either online or you have to be a pass holder. You have to be a Dragon Con attendee in order to be out there. Normally, there's a hundred thousand people. Then that's not an exaggeration. There yeah. is usually a hundred thousand people lining the streets for that Dragon Con parade. I don't know if they're going to try to keep them out of the parking decks. You know, you always you always yeah, look up as you're walking. Yeah. Yeah, you walk along the parade route and the parade decks, people are hanging off the side of the of the parking decks, each level, watching the parade. And you look up, you it, strain your neck to wave route, at them. Correct? What's that? It's still the same route, correct? I believe so. I, I believe it's still the same route. That's gonna be really that's gonna be really weird. They shut down that much streets for just con attendees. Dude, I hope they I hope to see Tumbleweed. <laughs> That'd be great. But the thing is, like most of the con attendees are gonna be in the parade. Yeah. So <laughs> Are still asleep. Or, yeah, passed out drunk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or us, you know, Jess and I are not drinkers, but we, we, yeah. we, we're old. But we're, we're going to get up early enough, I guess. Of course we will. <laughs> you know me. I mean, I'm up at six o'clock in the morning anyway. Not this morning. Well, I was, <laughs> and then I went back to sleep, so. Yeah, sat yeah Saturday is the only day of Dragon Con I get up before 9 a.m., I yeah. think. <laughs> Plus, rest of the time is yeah, and plus we're used to being on Central Time, so that's eight o'clock our time. That is true. Yeah, like I said, they've saved me. Like I said, I'm trying to remember. I, there was only there's two guests. Only one of them I can think of off the top of my head. I'm looking forward to is uh, Fred Tascarone. He does uh, a lot of voice work in video games. I like, mm -hmm. so that's been kind of the one guy I'm excited for. Yeah, well, they got they got DDP. Yeah, that's right, DDP. That was DDP? the other one. Correctly, wrestling. Sting's going to be there too, right? No, 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 Sting's no, Sting's coming to Alabama Comic Con. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Sting's going to be in our in our town. Yes. But yeah, that was uh, that was DDP who they added. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I think the only the only celebrity photo op that Brock and I are going to to do this year is the Eccleston and Piper. Yeah. The, oh yeah. The team up, the Doctor Who. Photo you definitely op. should take advantage of this. Yeah, because that's big for Eccleston now doing conventions or that's doing some huge. That was that was like you know hey something is obviously working out here because you know we never thought we'd get David Tennant got David Tennant now Chris Eccleston so hey yeah we've had all the modern doctors here now mm -hmm. yeah never thought that would happen but yeah we're we're gonna do the photo op with with Chris Eccleston and, and Billy Piper and we've already had one photo op with with Billy but she was with Alex Kingston and Karen okay. Gillan and Matt Smith and Brock's over here in the picture hugging up on. Alex Kingston and and Karen Gillan and poor Billy's off to the side and Jess is hugging up on Matt Smith and Billy's by herself and I'm like okay for this photo op yeah. I'm gonna hug on Billy because I left her out yeah. last time I, I gotta make it I gotta make her feel good I got Chris you got Billy we'll yeah. work this out we got yeah this. we got this much better speaking of photo ops so though we'll touch back on just for a brief second for Atlanta Comic Con uh with Jody's photo op. You know, not nothing to be negative here at all, but it is kind of weird, you know, with the whole plexiglass setup. And before, when we went to Huntsville Comic Con, we saw them doing the plexiglass photo ops, and it was very thin, and and you they were showing it. you could not see it in the picture. So it was like, okay, so probably this same setup. <laughs> uh, well, if you've you're friends with us <laughs> and you've seen our pictures and you know that that wasn't the case, and 
it was a little it was a little odd because you know you're used to doing the photo ops where you can get on you know if you if it's like me and Brock we get on either side of you know the celebrity so we have both had to stay on the same side and then it's this table with the plexiglass and we're like okay how do we uh uh how do we do this you know it was kind of confusing it was it was definitely odd for us it was the first time we'd ever encountered that so yeah, we're Jody's leaning on one side of the table. Jess and I are leaning on the other side, and there's this big old, very visible <laughs> plexiglass shield in between us. It is the most off-putting photo. I'm I'm so thankful we got to have another photo and got to talk to mm-hmm. Jody and got to meet with her yeah. again. But the the photos we took at Fanboy Expo, where you know all the three of us have arms around each other and enjoying the moment, yeah. it, it looks so much better. This one, I'm really tempted to Photoshop the plexiglass out and just put like a statue of Ariel on the table <laughs> just to have it look good. And the photographer, Lord Lover, got the picture off center. Mm-hmm. So there could be another oh. person on yeah, the the one I posted to this on my my personal social media accounts, I cropped. You could put a whole another person next to Jody yeah. in this picture. Jess is all the way up to the edge and Jody's almost in the middle of the picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she she didn't frame it very well. Yeah. Now she redeemed herself with a picture with Judith because she got us center you know judith had her hands around us and Mm -hmm. we had the same with her we're all huddled up having a great time and um yeah but uh i i I love the picture of of jody she looks great she looks wonderful but that plexiglass is off-putting yeah i wonder if that that, i mean which is nothing wrong with that sort of choice. I wonder if that was like a personal thing or like agent thing. It it had to be a personal thing because mm-hmm. she was she was the only one that chose to have that set up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean that's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I understand no, that. Right. No, no, totally. No. And she's fully backs and everything else, and mm-hmm. and that's great. And totally respect the plexiglass decision. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Yeah. That that was. That's just, like I said. Don't don't get me wrong in my discussion yeah. about it but it is kind of when you're this was like the first time we had had a a photo op with with a setup so it looks jar- it's jarring it, it's it kind really of is. yeah because like like she said at huntsville you couldn't see it in the photo fo- in the photo ops this place mm-hmm. yeah so it it looks it doesn't look good so i i may photoshop and just pretend you know, my, my memory's bad anyway. I may not remember the plexiglass if I do that. You should you you should Photoshop the the statue of Prince Eric that floats to the bottom of the of her collection. I think <laughs> I think that should be on the table. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> uh, I I found a guy who actually he's a Disney artist, Disney sculptor, and he mm-hmm. creates those types of statues. Like oh, he's got wow. he's got. Uh, oh, I wish I could remember his name right off the top of my head. I'm not going to look him up. But I'm trying to convince Jeff that when we get our forever home, where we're going to retire and everything, he's got this, I think it's probably a 10 foot tall statue of Ariel mm-hmm. that looks just like the cartoon version mm-hmm. that he, he'll, he'll make these for you, mm-hmm. ship them to you. He's, he's in Oregon, but he'll make these and ship them. He'll, you can buy them. And so I'm trying to convince her to, you know, once, <laughs> once we get our forever home, you know, Maybe we can slide this into the into the loan, you know, <laughs> get this big custom aerial sculpture for the backyard because, you know, that that would be yeah. end all be all for me. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I go out there <laughs> in the morning. I don't drink coffee, so I'll have my glass of sweet tea and, you know, try to scale a giant mermaid statue. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my exercise. It's my rock climbing wall. Uh. <laughs> 
That'll I be... see what you did there. Scale it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's uh, you know when and just to touch back to it's. It, I'm glad that we're able to go back to conventions and you know mm-hmm. whatever whatever the everyone feels like they have to do at this given time in, in life right now to keep themselves safe and protected. Yeah. I mean that's that's their choice and I respect that. I respect what anybody chooses to do in this time and but it's just it's nice to. Get, be able to go back and to get back into conventions and yeah. also that's really really cool like y'all got your they let you remove the mask for the picture then mm-hmm. to put it back yeah so that's yeah. cool that's that's one of the things i've been worried about like i mean you know yeah it's your one opportunity say like some people that's their one opportunity to get a picture with them mm-hmm. which i mean i understand but i mean you know still you know you want to get your bang for your buck yeah. right right yeah it's just like in huntsville emily emily swallows she's like everybody's vaxxed we're good yeah okay Masks yeah. off. What's yeah. that? Okay, fine. Yeah. I hope the people will adhere to Dragon Con policy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're going to require the mask. No big deal. Whoop de doo. I don't care nope. either way. Yeah. But, hey, I'm taking mask. I'm taking hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're you know it we're, we're 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 going to be we're going to do everything to keep ourselves as safe as we possibly can. I hope the people will be face to face more cordial than they are in the Dadgum Dragon Con yeah. Facebook group. Yeah. There, it, it's almost like. If I were not going to go just to hang out with friends at Dragon Con, I might skip it because all these people online are just mm-hmm. horrible to each other. And this is both sides of the, the yeah, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. everything about it. Like, yeah, like I, just, I, I don't like, understand, man. Like, look, people don't understand. Do what you feel like you need to do to weather the storm. Mm-hmm. We'll get through it. Yeah. You know, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you don't want to go, that's your choice. If you yeah. want to go, that's your choice. It's, you know, it's all in the choices and whatever, whatever everyone feels is best for them. And Dragon Con is exactly. a private institution. Mm-hmm. If this is, if they have their requirements, you want to go, abide by their requirements. Yeah. Simple as that. And I, and I see a lot of people are making the argument, oh, if they can't do this, why not have it all? I believe they're, they're in a part where they really cannot. I don't think they could cancel it because it would, it would hurt them. No, so no. there is absolutely no way they could cancel it. Nope. Mm-hmm. It it not would have to so. yeah, not that not I don't think this far in and plus it's like yeah. it would have to like last year it had to be it had to come down to the city of Atlanta, you yeah. know making that call in order to you know like I said we all know it's involved with the cost with them to put Dragon Con together and the guests yeah. and everything else so yeah well that's another can of worms <laughs> oh that's totally. one that we're not going to touch and yes, we, yeah <laughs> we, we 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 spend time here on things that unify us that's yes. right. And what's uh, uh, one thing that's going to unify so many people come November? <laughs> because there, I have not heard Thanksgiving. Uh, I was going to say Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Kev? So I was going to say Thanksgiving too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in the U.S., maybe. <gasps> uh, what are you doing I'm over there? I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I shifted myself around and I headbutted the microphone. <laughs> Headbutt. Heed. Now. Well, the, the stand, actually. Yeah. I bumped the stand. Sorry. It's okay. She's a second degree black belt. She's okay. Sorry for that. <laughs> she can kick you in the shin. But the one thing that's going to unify, I believe, bring harmony and peace to everybody is November the 11th. Mm. It's. Ghostbusters Afterlife. This latest trailer that we missed by two days <laughs> the last time. Well, we missed discussion. We didn't miss it. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We, we were oh, there. We sure as heck didn't miss it. No, we didn't miss it at all. 
I've seen so much positivity coming out of this. This trailer dropped two weeks ago and it is beautiful. You know, we, we magnificent. Ke- we have kept and you, you heard Jess say magnificent. That means she's watched it. <laughs> she's always yes. been telling us, I don't want to see a second trailer. Don't want to see it. She'd throw her headphones out, kick and stomp like a little kid who didn't get candy at the store. <laughs> I don't want to see it. No, she's not like that at all. Have, have you have you guys seen anything negative about this trailer yet? Yes. Really? Like yes. from the community? You have? Okay. Uh, it, it's the Ghostbusters fan community. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 there's a popular turn I've heard, and it's in every fan community. It's called the Fandom Menace. Mm, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. So it's part of every yep. one of them. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen Whoa. some negativity, but that's just people being buttheads. Unlike the last Ghostbusters movie. Oh, oh nothing will ever mm, top no. that. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, because, so, I mean, based on what I've seen out of this movie, uh, just, just, it just feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, just from the trailer, it feels right. It feels like a Ghostbusters movie. Yes. And I'm not saying, okay, look, I'm going to preface this by saying, I'm not saying that Ghostbusters 2016 wasn't a Ghostbusters movie. It was its own thing. Mm-hmm. It was Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And it, and I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, but it really didn't continue anything with the original story. It was nope. very much outside of the box. It was mm-hmm. outside of the continuity, alternate universe. Again, like, yeah, exactly. It's alternate. It was the, they got TVA, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it was you know the so I mean it was its own movie, but uh, you know th- this just feels like a like it's it's a spiritual continuation. It's like our Ghostbusters three. Yeah. I, I, not only a continuation, it feels like a love letter to the franchise. Like I said, I've yes. watched the trailer many, 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 many times. I've watched it probably once every other day. <laughs> Shared it the other day. There's a photo comparison that Ghostbuster Mania did. And there's a great shot where Trevor is working on the car. Mm-hmm. And, and it's comparison shot is when Ray is working on the car mm-hmm. and Dana comes in there. So like <laughs> yeah. little stuff like that is just got me. Yeah. And it was like it, you it, made the comment to Bo that. They say you can never go home again. Yep. Uh, we're coming home. Yeah. Like I, it's it's so weird. Like I don't know if it's because I've got older. You still, you still get emotional entertainment <laughs> stuff, but I guess because I'm so closely connected to Ghostbusters. The first time I watched that darn trailer, I cried. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. <laughs> we all like, did. And it wasn't like yes. I wasn't like I was like sobbing, cried. It was just like that wells of in the side of your eyeball. They're mm-hmm. like, this makes me way more happier than a movie should. But it, it did it. It's, the feels. Oh, the feels. Uh, yeah. When it, you know we. Like I said, Jess was not going to watch this, and I wound up, as soon as it was released, I, I got up and I watched it, and I texted her, I'm like, it's safe. You're going to love it. Watch it. Yes. I mean, we had a discussion about this. We really did, me and him. It's it's kind of sad, but it's true. And he just said, you will not be disappointed. I don't think you're going to be let down. I don't think you're going to, nothing's going to be overly spoiled for you. You no. need to watch that trailer. And well, I did. And well, like it, I don't regret it. I'm so glad that I did. And, and again, I could not avoid this thing. I, I had resigned myself to the fact that I can't not be exposed to this in one way, shape, or form. I'd have to disappear until November. A lot of, out of a lot of my friends' lives, mm-hmm. I would have to just be gone. <laughs> so. Disappear out of mine because I was going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the crazy thing about it, it gives us a whole lot to digest, but also at the same time, it gives you a whole lot more questions like, yes. you know, what, what, what caused this? What is this? What is, what is, you know? Right, right. All righty, guys. I'm going to, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. Go ahead. Okay? I'm going to okay. ask a question. 
is uh, is Janine Kelly's mom? That I don't know. I can't can't say for Nobody sure. Nobody knows. I, we don't know. I know we I don't know, but I mean, what do you guys think the possibility? Is I, that- I don't. Here, here's here's the the one thing. The first thing I noticed about Janine is if you notice when she shows up on screen in that trailer, mm-hmm. she's wearing a leopard print shirt. Yep. She had a leopard print coat in Ghostbusters mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's one thing I tied together immediately when I saw her. And 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 the way that she's talking isn't like it's more it's it's reminiscent, but it could also be a mom talking to her daughter. Could be. It very well could be. Potential. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's a very I mean, open ended. Would question. that not be just amazing though? If anything guaranteed, she is the what is it the executor of uh, Egon's, Egon's estate. estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard that. I, I totally believe not that. that corny. It, 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 I would think that th- that would be appropriate, but it would still be kind of cool if it was like all in the family. But let me think. Let's go back and just kind of what I'm sorry to bring on that. Just the story in general. So all I'm assuming is essentially somehow Shandor has built a Gozer temple mm-hmm. or there was a Gozer temple underground. Mm-hmm. And apparently Egon either found out about that to try to figure out what was going on because mm-hmm. This is something else, Easter egg from the trailer. I don't know if I'm going bass by saying it's okay. Do you guys, do you guys see the years on the on the top of yes. the, uh, the yes. temple? Yes. You have eight, you have World War One, World War Two, mm-hmm. and then 1984, the events of the original, one, and mm-hmm. assuming the original year date of 2020, which was the release date of the movie. So I'm assuming that was some kind of prophecy he was trying to prevent before mm-hmm. his passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's something I took away. Sorry to mean to backtrack there. No, that's fine. We're we're we're, we're diving headfirst into this I, thing. I'm I, I could be all over the place with this thing. So you can- I think no, that <laughs> that's very, I that's very good. Mm-hmm. It's a very good theory out there. But like I guess like I said, he passed, and then of course her family, which like I said, if she's if she's his daughter, that's fine. I could see it looking at her. Mm-hmm. Therefore. Of course, I mean yeah. Phoebe is essentially she is Egon's granddaughter. <laughs> Straight I mean, just, up and down. Just, I, I mean, the trailer even solidifies it more when she looks at Paul Rudd's character and goes, "The apocalypse." I yeah. mean, that's I hear I hear Harold Ramis's voice coming out of that little girl. <laughs> Which, by the, the way, by the way, I, I can't think of the actress's name that plays Phoebe. What is her name? McKenna Grace. Mm-hmm. McKenna Grace. I watched her reaction to the trailer. <laughs> that was and so that cute. girl is adorable. She is. She is. It My. took me. It took me a minute to f- realize who she was because you know she's grown oh, a yeah. little bit <laughs> since the, the the movie was filmed. And I'm like, who the heck is that? Oh, that's Phoebe. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's thirty now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a while, guys. (laughs) Finn Wolfhard's got grandkids now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Um, that Adam Savage was on the uh, set for the filming, and that we're going to see more of that. Yeah the the uh, the teaser that they put out that Jason Reitman and Adam put out, where Adam cracked open a proton pack from Afterlife. The cyclotron mechanics are completely different. (laughs) Really cool. I was like, oh, okay. Who's? uh, (laughs) Of course, I'm in proton pack building groups on Facebook. Somebody's already made it. Oh, that makes me want to retro convert mine now. Somebody has already made oh. the, the spinning cyclotron inside the pack. Nice. But the problem is, he posted a video of it, and while he was filming the video, it snapped, and so it's like starts grinding. I, I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a build in progress, right? Yeah, but inst- instead of four cyclotron lights, it's one that just spins around the four. For uh, lenses on, that, on the pack. I mean, honestly, that the first time I saw a, like a, a cyclotron and I looked at that, that's that as a kid, that's what I thought it was doing. Yeah, like there was something on the inside yeah. spinning around. I mean, of course, you think it's you know, you know something nuclear, but 
but in in the end, it's you know you're like okay, well obviously this it's, it's a prop they made this, and I've always thought that. But then and then you know when I got heavy into the Ghostbusters community, and they were like, if you're gonna build a proton pack, you need to use the four LEDs, and then you put this the, the servo the board, and then it just moves around in a circle. I was like, well, I'm that or you yeah. do that or you do like I did with my proton pack, and you, you hot glue Dixie cups up to the lens and then stick the leds in the bottom of the dixie that's, cup or other flashlight reflectors yeah <laughs> that's how mine is we uh yeah we can throw some stuff together on the on the cheap and wax paper to make it look that like that light diffused light from yep, the 80s exactly exactly so so i've got see now i've got to see this video that you guys are talking about where the guy made so what did he do get like one of those little hobby motors and get yeah. a popsicle stick and then stuck a, a light on the end of it and just let it spin. Well, like if you look at if you look at when when Adam Savage lifts the lifts the shell yeah. off the pack, it's, it looks like a little cardboard tube with the light at the end of it that's driven that's belt driven and it spins. Mm-hmm. And so apparently his either the motor shot or something, but it sped up. Rah, rah, yeah. rah, 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 it snapped <laughs> and it's like I got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I would think since we're talking equipment, uh, on top of you know us not seeing many of the old Ghostbusters, I want you to know if seeing the car roll down the street, mm-hmm. someone blasting a proton pack, <laughs> and then finally getting to see the RTV in action. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> like I, I think like that's the crazy thing about Ghostbusters: the equipment and vehicles are just as much characters to the movies mm-hmm. as like oh. the actors and characters themselves. The I'm, Ecto so, like, is how, a character in the yeah, movie. Exactly. Oh man, like so that was that that gives me just as much chills of wanting to see the old guys. Like the car I don't know, it's it's weird. It's one of the things I could discuss. It's, and we Well, I mean and, and you know, Trevor Trevor in the movie, he's like what, fourteen or something? Like maybe fourteen. Fifteen, sixteen gearhead. I, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. a gearhead because I mean he got the ecto back run and he's like, This is yeah. the only one that had an engine, you know? It's- yeah. <laughs> but that the the when he's driving through the cornfield going, Woo I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, well, I, it's you know, you're you're fourteen, fifteen year old kid driving this, you know, beast of a machine that you don't really know what it is. It's painted up different. That's still got to be just like for us. I'm like, he's driving Ecto One, where he's just like, I'm driving this hot rotted Cadillac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a Corvette motor in it. That's what yeah, they so use. Cor- they put a Corvette motor in the Ecto, so the Ecto can scoot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, and it that's, probably sounds awesome too. Oh, oh yeah, person. can't wait to hear that thing fire up for the first time in the movie. Listen, y'all, we were, you know, we saw it on our TVs, oh, yeah. on our phones, on our PCs, but we were treated before Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. to seeing that trailer on the IMAX in screen. IMAX, and I mean, I'm telling you, November just could not get here fast enough. To see that on the big screen yeah. where it's supposed to be seen, where it enjoyed mm-hmm. and savored. I'm, and the, what, <laughs> there, there's a companion video that IGN put out. It's yeah. 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And it's Jason Reitman talking about, the, it's a trailer breakdown. Mm-hmm. And they have treated the, the older movies with such respect. They went, and as you're you're seeing the big green funnel in the sky, you know, just like it was coming down over New York, over Spook Central mm-hmm. in the original movie. It's back in Oklahoma and the purple beams, the swooshes of energy and everything coming out of this thing. They went back to the original 1984 master reels, found that effect mm-hmm. and took that exact effect mm-hmm. 
and cleaned it up and repurposed it for Afterlife. So you're getting the 1984 visual effects in Afterlife. Mm -hmm. There's so much reverence. I I highly encourage you, if you have not seen that, where Jason breaks down this trailer, go back. There's a lot of really awesome facts in in that. This movie has, has been handled with love. I mean, it was his dad's movie. It was Ivan's movie. Mm-hmm. So he, he's 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 got his heart and soul into this. It's going to be wonderful. And that's well, what also- that's what's going to make this movie is is yeah. knowing what is the heart and soul behind putting this together. It's like we've always said. It's it's it is our love letter. Yeah. Well, th- say what you will about with it being you know the movie being postponed because of of the like everything going on. But once mm-hmm. again, this movie. It's probably may have had the best, you know, an extra added year of post-production. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that's like that's added to the extra care. Yeah. Yeah. Jason tweeted that out or, or Instagrammed it or something towards the end of last year. And he had said something mm-hmm. to the effect of, you know, how many directors get all this extra time to sit <laughs> and just do nothing but tweak this thing? Yeah. This movie is going to be slap near perfect. Yeah. When it hits, it's going to be 100% his vision. And and the way the marketing has rolled out for it has been fantastic. You know, it's just it's been we've had some droughts naturally, <laughs> but then you know cereal starts expiring, and so yeah, they got to start putting that on the shelves, and that's where we go. What are these mini Stay Puft guys? And we get introduced to that. We get that little snippet, and yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people thought that Ghostbusters Two was going to be just completely nope. non-existent, and the last shot of this trailer is Ray's Occult's bookstore from <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. Ray's and got this brand new, beautiful neon sign in the front and that red phone that he answers in mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 is still on the checkout counter. Mm-hmm. And he has a tattoo on his arm mm-hmm. that we have identified is what what verse? The Revelation uh, and, and it happens to be the wrong verse, but keeping it, it was like it was the wrong the, verse in the in the first Ghostbusters the movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and but he actually has the verse the that correct they, they one. spoke about. Yeah. 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 So he well no from what I well, I mean granted you 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 followed it more than me, but from what I understand, the the actual verse that's quoted on there is the actual verse from the movie. So they kind of stuck to the movie itself. But they, they corrected the, the verse of the chapter, I think, on his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, they corrected the, the text on the tattoo. That's, uh, yeah. but, I, hate, I hate to be a bad Ghostbusters fan not know it off the top of my head, but we all know the quote. Or yeah. The, the, yeah. 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 Judgment Day. Yeah. Judgment Day. Ray and Winston are in the Ecto driving across the bridge, which Ernie has told us before they had to get out and push that car <laughs> at one point across <laughs> the bridge because it was such a junker. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I better get Winston behind the the wheel of the Ecto in this in this movie. Yeah, but yeah. at least but, but Ray answering the phone and it, it's become kind of a meme in the uh, oh yeah in the uh, <laughs> the Ghostbusters fans community on Facebook. We, we've got friends and he listens yeah. to the podcast. Kevin Brooks is the first one that I saw mention this, but you know, right when when the phone rings, Ray picks it up <laughs> and all you hear is is Ray go, "We're closed." Yeah, you know, and it's turned into this big thing of. You know, in all capital letters, we closed. <laughs> we closed. <laughs> and so whenever <laughs> he died, that when when mm. leave it up to Kevin. That's all I gotta yeah. say is yeah. to to start this thing rolling and and be, because you know 
those of you that we're friends with, you know that he posts that on my wall and then in the comment uh, thread that followed. <laughs> we closed. Therein. No uh, study. No hey. study. What hey. Ray say? <laughs> what uh, Ray say? We're closed. We closed. <laughs> we just have so much fun with this. And uh, that's one thing I, I just love about our group. I love about our core group here is, is the fun that we have with this. Yeah. It, it's and just that's, a well-deserved laugh when it's needed. A lot of days. And that's what's going to make this movie even more worth it, is just being able to yeah. experience it with all the friends and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. golly, we as the Alabama Ghostbusters have been around since 2008, 2009. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of our close friends, I'm sure, uh, as a group, will get together at some point and, and see it. And I'm, hopefully we'll do some events at theaters. That we'll, We're going to start reaching out to theaters and see if they'll have us out for the screenings and all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. We're going to get together with some friends from Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, you, you name it. We're going to get together with a whole bunch of people over the course of this movie and, and see it. And, uh, man. I'm I, looking forward to it. I'm so well, looking we, forward to this. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy thing about, like, we never expect, real honestly, you know, there for years, you know, we got teased for the third movie. And then once everyone got older, we never expected to get an actual third entry in the franchise. And yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Now you're something we're sharing this with our friends we've made along the way. These are people, you know, we all grew up and had the same experience, but now we're older. Mm-hmm. We've all, you know, shared, talked all that. Now we can actually do this, you know, oh my gosh, you know, these people, you know, we had the same session as kids. Now we can do it, share our same session as adults. Mm-hmm. So do you think that at some point, here in either in this movie or maybe possibly the next, they're actually going to start mentioning franchising. Cause you know, we did get a mention of franchising in the original uh, movie. I, I have some theories, but I don't, I, this is going to go, like, I don't want to go too far into spoilery territory. Cause I looked at, uh, I don't know if you, I know you're avoiding spoilers. So if you want to kind of, it's nothing major, but they, you know, they released the box info yes. for the, for the older Ghostbusters. I haven't read and, the box. Uh, no, okay, we haven't. Yeah, no, yeah, we yeah. haven't. That's what I'm saying. That's However, I'm saving. Yeah. in the trailer, mm-hmm. this is not spoilers. This is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. They're watching mm-hmm. a YouTube video of their old commercial that they shot in front of the firehouse, and it says New York City Ghostbusters. I think mm-hmm. franchising is a thing. Nice. Okay. And that okay. that's in the trailer. That's okay. not a spoiler. Yeah. So like I said, I, yeah, if, if you're after avoiding spoilers, please avoid the released backs for some of the toys, because it's, it's nothing like two plot line but it's like a sentence and it's like okay this is something if you want to find out on your own do mm-hmm. that yeah and I, I think something spoilery is tied to phoebe's figure because we had not seen her package right yeah that might be hey, why hey. Seen it. you guys know what that means that means there's an alabama ghostbusters <laughs> there better be uh, of course Yeehaw. there is of course there is <laughs> well, at, at one point at, at one point when they were shopping this movie well when they were shopping 2016 around before mm-hmm. it became Answer the Call. Dan Aykroyd, you know, the man behind Crystal Head Vodka, he's out there, he's all the time doing signings and he's doing a tour and all this other stuff. And he's telling us, the franchises, you know, when the when the new Ghostbusters movie comes out, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna reach out to the franchises, you guys to, you know, be extras in this. And, and we're like, oh whoa, hey, great. He's telling that to all the franchises as he's as he's doing his Crystal Head Vodka tour. Okay, call us up, Dan. Dan. That's Dan. fine. You got Dan's got connections in Huntsville, so Dan knows Alabama. You know where to find us, man. I bet say <laughs> he, the Ghost Corps has a list of all of us now. Ghost Corps knows who we are, but, but but he is touted that if this does well, they will do more movies. And that wouldn't that the initial? If this if this does well, they'd be 
they would absolutely need to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Sony needs something good that's not Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, they got enough drama with that. You know, we're, yeah. we're, because I mean, Spider Man is kind of half Disney now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, shared custody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, Sony. Sony knows where to find us. Ghost Gordon knows where to find us. I mean, I know Eric Reich, Ivan's right hand man out at Ghost Core. Brock's over here dropping his CVs. Hey, man, I'll drop names. <laughs> I have no shame. I'm too old to have shame anymore. I will keep things secret, but I will have no shame in name dropping. So, <laughs> like, spoiler alert: we will have Robin Shelby on the podcast at some point. You know, Robin's a good mm-hmm. friend of ours. She was. Slimer in Ghostbusters 2, and she was Miss Slimer in Answer the Call. And Robin is a dear, sweet friend. She has been to our estate several times. And yeah, we'll have to try to think about our absurd talking. Like, I remember, didn't we have something about a bat gun, Kevin? Didn't we talk about that? Bat gun? Yes, something we had talked about, something absurd with Alabama back on the ALGB podcast when we had her on there. Yes, there was something about a bat gun because Robin brought it up. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember this at all. (laughs) <laughs> I, okay i've got all the old archives you know, oh eventually eventually we're going to re don't tell me to remember anything important i'll remember something obscure <laughs> that's <laughs> what's your social security number i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i i've actually been looking up ways to archive the alabama ghostbusters podcast from way back when without having to pay the fees that we pay to host this <laughs> this podcast I don't have to pay a monthly fee for them. And I think I found a way. So if you ever want to hear the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast again, I'm, I might have a way to restore it and revive. You can go back and find all the stuff that we're talking about. You can go back into the two, uh, 2013 Alabama Phoenix Fest and hear our, our live panel that we did with Ernie and Robin. Wow. So I've got that all, all that saved. It's in a safe place. I just got to get it uploaded and reestablish an RSS feed. It'll happen one day when I get a break. <laughs> but you know you're when, talking whenever about whatever that'll be yeah sorry you you know but you're talking about the backs of the toys i have not seen the backs of the plasma figures it, okay if i stumble upon it it whatever well i've seen somebody had posted the picture and it said flat out i don't suggest that you read this so i i hadn't even clicked to mm-hmm. see it so well what is go ahead yeah. I would say just was so funny. Like I said, be careful with it. Like I've read it. I I enjoy the journey just as much as the destination. But there's something I read that I had to go back and look at Jason's Instagram because he posted a lot of just pictures during production of just obscure things. And I'm like, okay. I went back and it made me go back to one. I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Okay. So that's something to kind of think about later on. Once y'all, once we see the movie or seen it, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll discuss it afterwards. Well, the Hallmark ornament from last year. Yeah. That, that- was supposed to be released. You know, rebuild the RTV. Yeah. Rebuild, well, that's that's the, the that's the crazy thing because if you go back and watch the original trailer preview, the RTV wasn't in the shot. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of differences in the original trailer and then this one. Like the original one, all the green, all the pink stuff was green coming out of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And then RTV was not in that shot of Ecto making the turn chasing mm-hmm. Muncher, where now it's in the new trailer. Right. And now you see Muncher even more clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a great looking ghost. Yeah. He's oh yes, no, it's. I think oh. they did a good research with him. They wanted to make him something familiar to Slimer, but yet something new. And can we talk, as much as we hate Walmart, can, oh, yeah. we, can we talk about Paul Rudd, Mr. Gruberson, being chased out of Walmart by a terror dog? That was awesome. That, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so, so funny. And, and, and it's in keeping with, you know, uh, yeah. based on that, it's it's obviously the terror dog has zeroed on him to be. Mm-hmm. 
you're, you're well, going I guess I one you're of the going. two or you know to take possession of him assuming they're still doing the whole keymaster gatekeeper thing mm-hmm. i don't know if he's supposed Ooh, to be you just doing, yeah you just brought yeah maybe think that's the same thing you're thinking but i want to say all right from what i this is me my what i paste together from the trap Either that terror dog spirit or whatever's in the trap, Phoebe finds. Mm-hmm. They take it to him, and then somehow it gets released at the school, which, I mean, this is all stuff you've seen in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yeah. therefore, I guess he becomes the chosen one to be him. The, Could very well be. Yeah. You, the, um, you talk about the big oh. spectral terror dog? That was no. awesome. Oh, that you. Or I yeah, that, that, that goes between the buses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It blows all the windows out? That was amazing. Well, you see it above him, too. In that yeah. in that trailer yeah. shot, it's it's above him. Yeah, Phoebe, well, Phoebe's hiding in the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Gruberson's outside, and he's looking up at this. And if you've seen the Hasbro plasma figures, you've oh, seen yeah. the the build a figure that's coming with the with the original guys yes. and with Trevor and Podcast and Lucky. It's a build a figure of this spectral terror dog. He's got purple legs. It's and called the Sentinel Terror Dog. Sentinel, Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see oh. that bad boy in action. <laughs> that thing looks awesome. But seeing a, well, seeing a different version of a terror dog is just, I'm loving that. Well, that's what, one thing I heard, like, I, this is like, I don't want to say uh, they're not building towards some giant monster this time. That's at least that's what Jason has said. Now, without, you know, he could be throwing a curveball. That's what I took away. Mm-hmm. But like seeing the terror dog as a bipedal menace, that's going to be freaking scary. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great. We can't move on without talking about, oh. is that the flat top? Of mm-hmm. It's gotta be. It's gotta be coming out of the hole be. in the <laughs> temple. I mean, I I don't see how it could not be. Is Slavica? Is she gonna? Is she gonna be back as as Gozer? That's what I want to know. Is she involved in this? Well, I she, would love to know that. I would. I, I hope. I hope it's her. I mean, but if I it's said, Paul it Rubens, is, it's gonna be even funnier. <laughs> oh, that would be. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Like, like that's the other thing on top of this movie oh, to, to be in post-production long as it is and they've been able to keep all this stuff secret like they have yeah you know it, it, i'm it, so it, thankful it look, for that oh looks, no no i'm not oh, complaining so, at all yeah I'm right impressed. it looks like gozer i would not be surprised though if it's a if it's a curveball as well mm-hmm. it, well it's it's probably i mean i, I hate to say it but it's most likely going to be cg um but i, I think it might be that it's 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 Gozer esque, but you know that they already said Gozer takes whatever form she wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, mm-hmm. she, you know, she could be something totally different now. Well, I want to say, what was it the in the video game? Like uh, when when uh, the reason why the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man came back, whatever mm-hmm. dimension she goes to, what form she chooses, that's what she's forever assigned okay. to in that in that universe. Gozer's gonna be Kevin. The terror dogs. Funny. One of the terror dogs' name is not Vins or. or uh, I've got Zool. your new it's logo. Gonna, it's going to be Mike Hat. <laughs> yeah, Mike Hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! That, uh, my God, the fandom would riot even more than normal. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the trailer. I'd be shocked by now if you haven't seen yeah. it. But if you haven't seen the IGN, like I said, the 15-minute video of the breakdown, go see that. Jason does a beautiful job explaining yep. the behind-the-scenes of the trailer. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's we, we can't do the justice that Jason does, no. Jason Reitman. But and, and going back to the Plasma Series figures with the Build-A-Figure and stuff, you know, Hasbro, mm-hmm. yeah, Hasbro has released 
there, there's there's yeah. Ghostbusters toys on shelves right now yeah. in the store. I was in Target the other yeah. day. I think Bo Bo and I go to shop at the same Target. Yeah, they're there. I've yeah. got uh, I've got Ray and Egon. You talking uh, about the new fright feature ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new fright feature yeah. figures. I've got Ray and Egon. I haven't been able to pick up the mod wand, the proton mod wand. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it in store yet. It's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's at our Target. Uh, I haven't picked it up yet. And I've the, seen ectos the, figures. Were the, there. the ectos are there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it Friday. Yeah. So I knew I saw it. The ectos are there. I've got all the plasma series figures. I've got a couple of the ectos mm-hmm. and a couple of the, I got the, uh, the Peter and Winston fright features. Actually, the Winston Fright feature is supposed to be arriving tomorrow from Amazon. I had a gift card, and so oh nice. Uh, Amazon had the wave where it's like there's a couple of different waves of the Fright Features mm-hmm. figures. They're the same four guys, but the accessories, the ghosts that come with them, are yeah, different. they're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the the two new ghosts that come with Peter and Winston, but they did like a wave two already. That's got Peter's got Zool, the terror dog. Mm-hmm. And Winston has Slimer, mm-hmm. and my Winston with Slimer showing up tomorrow, I believe. And then Peter's going to arrive in a couple of weeks from Amazon. So I've I've got all those on pre-order. They've got the cases of the mini Stay Puffs that are mm-hmm. on the shelf. We got to get a couple of cases of those. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought it was just going to be the little like ectoplasm cans type things. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be just that with a figure inside but apparently there's some nasty <laughs> yeah there's- congealed white marshmallow junk slime it looks like it look it, it looks like drywall spackling i watch it does <laughs> I, 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 I watch dan harshman open up about four or five of them on his uh on their ghostbusters virginia page the other oh, night. i didn't see that yeah it's, it looks like it, he like the uh, I, he, he showed me some interesting tips to how to like basically you like you're wringing the stuff off of it because mm-hmm. it looks just like it is just going to be well, some people have to wonder if it's, you know, how long those have been sitting waiting also yeah, to be distributed. So that yeah. could be a could be a good reason why. Yeah. It, it could have been a whole different type of consistency a year ago. We don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those things have been sitting in there for a while. Yay, pandemic. Thanks for messing up the marshmallow goo. So, yeah. So the, the new toys are, are, are hitting the shelves. There's a regular proton wand, but then there's the mod that's got the different attachments yeah. and stuff on it. There's a ghost whistle. It's kind of like an Aztec ghost whistle that it's like you turn the knob on it. It's like you don't blow into it like a whistle, mm-hmm. but you can turn the knob on it and you can like yell at it or something. And it starts making the different ghost sounds. Yeah. You turn the knob and it's a different ghost, turn the knob a different ghost, et cetera. Mm-hmm. There's that. And plus the ad that, that Aztec whistle if you look on the the Hasbro the Plasma series figures, as a podcast that has that on his belt, right? Yeah. That's wearing that. So, yeah. The one thing I love about the Plasma series figures, jumping back to that really quickly, yeah. is Winston. <laughs> Winston's got this look on his face, like yes. really. He's got like a pretty. <laughs> he's got pursed lips, like you know better than that. Nah. He, <laughs> he's got a sour look on his face, which is. I'm funny. too old for this stuff that'll turn you white. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but man seeing now see, my hair is turning white yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah both both winston and uh ray. winston and ray had the little like poly walnuts from the sopranos <laughs> got that little gray gray feathering in of their their sideburns right there and and peter is just completely gray Bill. peter looks like me which is funny because like in my in my head canon 
Peter would be the one who would like least re- who would reject his grayness at the most. He would have the ink toner black hair. Oh yeah, hands down. <laughs> yeah, it'd be sweating off his head like yeah. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And seeing and you know people were talking about the the plasma figures being seen as spoilers just by their appearance. I'm like, well, what do you think they're going to look like? And yeah. plus, you know, yeah. they're, you know, they're going to be in the movie. And yep. thankfully, no, we did not get the Winston or the Peter or the Dana reveal in the trailer. Thankfully not. I mean, we got what we got of Ray and that's fine. That's but, all you know, I want. And that's all I want. That, I don't want to see them. I don't want to you know, Dan would have been in that movie kicking and screaming, even if he had to run in the background. Dan <laughs> oh, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> oh, no doubt. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dan's going to be part of this hands down. Well, they only recently showed him the movie because he and they're still having to keep him on the wraps because he'll spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Dan is locked in Shandor's mind. Yeah. <laughs> he that's- can't be released. Till- <laughs> oh, he was the one coming out of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys finally going to let me out? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we won't see Dan until November 11th, the yeah. premiere date. That's when we'll see Dan. They got him under lock and key at Ghost Corps. <laughs> I tell you, the movie is just great. I'm telling you, yeah. the cast is great. The strip Fantastic. is great. Fantastic. You got to see Gozer. <laughs> Would you like to buy some vodka? Yeah. Oh, We're you, open. You know there's going to be a Crystal Head bottle somewhere oh, in this there's movie. there's definitely going to be. There has yes. to be. Hey, if you guys put my vodka in the movie, I'll hush. Hey, I got all these Himalayan salt lamps over here. I got the crystal head vodkas over here. There will be, 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 be a super bass you know. there, too. That's what Shandor's mining is Herkimer diamonds. It's not the steel <laughs> to build Spook Central. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We love you, Dan. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Would not trade you for the world, Uncle no, Dan. No, he is an absolute treasure. They all are, man. I tell you what, we we have such a love for Ghostbusters and such a reverence for it. And so proud you- to, to, to know quite a few of the people who have worked on the movies and everything in the past. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah, Brock was dropping a CV earlier, dropping names and stuff, and now we're making fun of Dan. And I don't think he's going to call you Brock. I haven't met Dan. Bo's the only one. Yeah, Bo's the only one. Yep. Bo's the only one. Yep. It's, okay, you want me to name drop? Here we go. <laughs> no. This is a segment called so Brock's Name Dan, Drop. Dan, yeah. Dan did a, a Crystal Head Vodka signing up in Huntsville, and that's where that's where Bo and several of our other members met him yep. back in 2010? Mm, yeah. 2011, yep. sometime around there. Bo did get me a Crystal Head Vodka bottle signed by Dan. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, my daughter's one of her uh, recitals for school was that day, so that's why I couldn't make it up there. I was like, "Oh, Dan's going to be in Alabama," and you know, yep. like daughter first. Yep. So my name drop is I was he's deactivated his Facebook account, but Tom Wilson, who played Biff in Back to the Future, Tom Wilson and I were friends mm-hmm. on Facebook, and I made the comments like, "I'm missing seeing Dan Aykroyd today because my daughter has a recital, but I wouldn't trade that for the world." And Tom actually commented. It's the only thing he ever commented on my Facebook page. Tom goes, do you think Dan would ever cry at your funeral? Oh. And I yep. said, you're dead right. <laughs> yep. My daughter would. I, I hope. But <laughs> she would. She's daddy's girl. That's right. But uh, yeah. So I'm done with the name dropping. There you go. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Uh, what, what other toys are coming out? We know. 
Oh, speaking of toys, well- <laughs> speaking of toys, Walmart, first of all, Jess likes to collect the Funko Pops of the office. <laughs> the other day, I get an email saying from Walmart that something has been delivered. I'm like, mm, okay, I wasn't expecting anything from Walmart. And the picture was on the email and the, the guy, the delivery guy's foot's in the picture. It's on our front step. But he took a picture and it's just, it's a plastic Walmart bag like you use at the checkout. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Who's dropping off? You know, I'm not doing anything illegal here, am I? What? Who's dropping off something in the Walmart bag? It was Walmart. Shipped the uh, Oscar Martinez office pop in a plastic bag. It had the shipping label attached to a plastic bag that was stapled shut. Well, just when I didn't think it could get any worse, I did see where a friend of ours got his U.S. agent figure, Craig Goldberg, yeah. yes, delivered. With a shipping label on the actual action figure. I mean, they yeah. couldn't even bother to put it in a bag Did or a brown not. box. It's the action figure on the back where you turn it over to see all the accessories and stuff listed or the story listed about the figure as a shipping label for him. I'm like, dear Lord. <laughs> But My only theory for you getting the shopping bag is they deliver it to the store, and then the store was like, okay, we'll just throw it in a bag and throw it on the porch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I assumed theory. happened. That it could was be. Just like, when, you, when, you, when you posted that, that it was just like, this, kind of like you went and got your Walmart groceries. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But who delivered it? Yeah. I don't know who delivered it. It just said delivery from Walmart, and it's out there in a bag. But then a couple of days later, the, uh, the retro Kenner uh, Real Ghostbusters Ecto-1s are now have been shipped out yeah. and my my two arrived in a walmart the The walmart box was kind of opened so i'm like oh here we yeah. go but i opened it the boxes are immaculate beautiful they are pristine ecto one boxes so i'm yeah. i haven't even opened one yet because i'm so afraid to because they look so good yeah i got two i got one for my son and one for me and uh like i said he's getting the box he says he's gonna open it up and play with it he's getting the box it's a little more bent on the edge but i mean <laughs> i plan to open my i'm i'll probably open mine if i can find another one on shelf mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i'm kind of waiting to see yeah if, if i can find another one on the shelf i'm going to convert it to the ecto-2 or the ecto-1a i'll yeah. uh, get the uh, stickers off etsy or something i know i've yeah, seen some people yeah, selling that, them. yeah that's my plan too yeah, because I never had the Ecto-1A, I only had the Ecto-1. I didn't either. Didn't I've still either. got my original Ecto-1 from the 80s in storage. Hopefully it hasn't yellowed, but if it has, I, I can I know how to rebrighten it. But the toys, man, yeah, there's going to be a lot. And there's a few more toys coming out. We know we've got another wave of figures because, like you said, Phoebe hasn't been released. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I still think there's something major tied to her figure. I think that's the only reason why we haven't seen her box. Yeah. I, I hope we get a Mr. Gruberson. Yeah. Yep. I'd love to have that, and I'm not the world's biggest Paul Rudd fan, but uh, well, this is also my fan theory. What if Sentinel is his figure? Like what oh. me and Kevin was talking about. What if that is his figure? <laughs> oh, mm. let's think on that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to think on it much. I want to. I, I want to walk. I'm kind of like what you were, Jessica, before this. Yeah. Um, before, before this trailer, I want to walk into this and not know anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to figure it out. I don't care. I want to go yeah. in yeah. and be amazed with this movie, just like how you know we were when we were kids. We were amazed by Ghostbusters, and to mm-hmm. begin with, we had no idea what it was. Well, yeah. and was and amazing. you know, Jason Ryman has alluded to the, the fact that this movie is a mystery. It's a mystery in itself, and still, and even the second trailer that what we were given still creates that mystery. Yeah. Yep. There's still a lot of mystery to this movie. Yep. As so well the hard part be. about this is. Mm-hmm. 
is from now until the time the movie comes out, you know, there are going to be people that are coming and, and figuring out theories mm-hmm. and things like that. The thing is, is some of those theories are going to be right. Yeah. So yeah. you're just going to have to like, just don't partake. If you, if you want to, if you don't want to spoil it, just, just don't go, don't go seeking out all this, you know, all the theories and things like that, because no, I'm not. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, you're you're gonna, you're going to go to the movie, and you're you're either going to be like, "Ha," or you're going to be like, "Man, I wish I'd known that." Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all going to take something away from that trailer on, on yeah. what we think and yeah. and what are we seeing here and but, what does it mean. But we, I don't think they overexposed us to anything there. Like you said, no. it, it no, this was it, the, the the trailer itself just made it more of a mystery, mm-hmm. which. I I honestly thought that Hollywood had forgotten how to do that with trailers because it's like yeah. oh we got to make sure we get as many butts in the seats in the theaters this mm-hmm. weekend so let's tell them the whole plot of the third act yeah and it's like no don't right. do that I mean j- just showing the potential of having Gozer coming out of the hole in in the trailer I, I thought that might have been a little much but we still don't know I mean we assume that could have been a dream it. sequence mm-hmm. for all I don't yeah, know. you never know don't yeah know. yeah and and speaking to your point Kevin Jungle Cruise did a really good job everything you see in the trailers you know everything leading up to Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. was in the first few minutes of the movie yeah that movie was a complete mystery the rest of the way yeah. which was awesome so I I think Sony's doing the same thing uh, yeah exactly cuz yeah it, you saw and and I was really glad for that too because it left us at the end of seeing Jungle Cruise going, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's not what I had expected. That's not what I had planned. And I'm and I'm glad I'm it was it was better than I had anticipated. Yeah. So. And that's been such a complaint for moviegoers for so long that so much has revealed on the trailers. Hopefully Hollywood's getting their heads <laughs> out of their butts about that and realizing not everybody wants to know everything right yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Give us some thrill. Give us some excitement. Give us something to look forward to when we sit down to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean. I don't know if this is a good time to segue, but there was another movie that just came uh, out uh, that um, you just stole my thunder. Uh, uh, well, okay, there, there was another movie. That, uh, then I'll do it this time. So there's another movie that came out th- this weekend, The Suicide Squad, which you know is a sequel to the the uh, original Suicide Squad movie that came out not too long. You know, how, how many years back was it? Uh, 2017. So yeah, so that sounds about right. So you know, uh, and even that. I mean, I don't know whether Bo and I are the only ones who have seen this yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're going to try to stay as non-spoilery as we can. But even that one, the trailer didn't really ruin much of anything. No, good. no, That's not good really, enough. not really. Yeah. Like you, you, nothing. Yeah, and like yeah, there's. I'm trying to think. There might be one or two quick images from later in the movie in the trailer, but overall, like it's a just you. And like I said, I was segue into it, but the trailer and the movie. Be prepared for a curveball in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yes. Well, good. What good. The tra- what the oh, no, 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 That's not a curveball. Yeah. That's somebody taking a baseball and smacking you in the face with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like hitting you right directly in the face with it. Yeah, that's what that was. Every okay. expectation, what you think you're going to see, like I said, mm-hmm. just roll with it. Okay. Okay. Because that's what I say. Uh, what I said earlier. There's a lot of people who are very free. Their minds made up. Oh, this is a DC movie, so I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. It, it, it's like the original Suicide Squad movie. Well, I didn't like that one because it got to where it was just running and and it just it, it just the it was too long and, and this movie doesn't have that problem. The no. pacing is really well really well done. There's only a couple parts in there that are even slow, but they even make sense. And there's a lot of Harley Quinn. 
and to think about it, I have I still have yet to watch yeah. birds of the birds of prey. But ever mm-hmm. there's like this is and the cool thing about Harley, Harley is kind of just she's kind of come full circle. Like the cool thing about it is she's very she's very much traditional Harley with a lot of modern Harley. I know which you're brought, you're going to be you're the more traditional style, which she has a lot of that to her. But like also she's kind of grown as a character to kind of like you see why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause there's one particular scene I know I don't like something that discretion, but Kevin, but later on in the movie where she kind of, you know, you, you, she gets to turn loose and be, be Harley. And yes. it's, it's, it is so wonderful. Okay. You're okay. going to, you're going to enjoy it. Good. But the crazy thing, the thing about this movie is it, 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 ta- it does the same thing. It takes itself seriously and doesn't take itself seriously at the yes. same time. Well, that's, that's, that's what? James Gunn. Well, yeah. that's, that's the James, brilliant of him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, I, the biggest thing that I was afraid of with this movie was that I was going to go in and start watching it and be like, okay, James Gunn just took his Marvel stamp, you know, yep. and put, put, he put some, he put some fresh ink on it from DC and then just said, this is what DC wants. They want a piece of Marvel. And then he just stamped it. He did not do that. Nope. It still feels like a DC movie, mm-hmm. but guys, it's good. Like, things, <laughs> there's, there's a crazy thing about that. There's a lot of things in this movie people ask for. They say they want online. Uh-huh. They want a diverse cast. This movie has an incredible diverse cast. Yeah. And these are all, and the cool thing about it is, you know, they may have made some changes or whatever, but these are like just, you know, some majority of them are obscure bad guys or various yes. char- characters to the DC uh, universe. But everybody who plays their characters, they give you something to remember, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like Ernest Elba is not replacing Will Smith's Deadshot character, his Bloodsport character. They're very similar, but I want you to tell you, like, you're you're really gonna like. Th- everyone says you want Ernest Elba to be James Bond. Forget that. Yeah, this right here is what you need to see Ernest Elba be. He gets to be his yes. own thing. There's no there's no tethered, you know, previous version of this character mm. done. He acts his butt off in this movie. Okay. And the way they did this, Will Smith could potentially come back as this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not like he, like you said, he didn't replace him. It's two totally separate characters. And it just turned out that this character was even just as awesome as what we saw in Suicide Squad. So, I mean, Hmm. the the diversity and and what you were talking about, Bo, with the diversity, that blows Marvel away. I yeah, mean, like there no, is there is little. I don't I don't know anything comic that could be more diverse than this. It was yeah. insane the amount of even that freaking Pete Davidson. Yes, <laughs> there is the there is somebody there is something for everybody in this movie. Okay, and I would tell you the the, the craziest thing the obscure characters are what you're going to enjoy. Like I promise you guys, I can't wait to hear your guys' interpretation of Polka Dot Man. <laughs> oh my gosh, Polka Dot Man! You're going to just go. You're like, all right. What's hmm. the, what's the, what's the actor's name that plays him? David. They, oh, oh, I feel so God. bad. I can't think. But he always plays this dry. He, it, God, I all never, I ever remember him is from Dark Knight. Yeah, where he was the the yeah. one who escaped from the, exactly. Arkham, That's the first time uh, I'd yeah. ever seen him, and I was like, is this? I'm like, I, I liked him in that, but then he came back around in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's okay. great. Also, for me being the wrestling fan, John Cena's Peacemaker, dude. John Cena wait. needs oh. to keep getting. Bo is biting his okay. knuckles. <laughs> oh, like it is so good because like he is John Cena as peacemaker, but it is it's and like the cool thing about like so just, his character is very good. Like he is he is to eleven the whole time. Yes. Uh, forgive me, <laughs> I have to say it. So you can see him in this movie. Yes, you can see. Okay. Him. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, he, Which he, 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 dis- he, he disabled it to be Peacemaker. Oh, no, no. no. Ah, yeah. He wanted to make sure that we could, that you could see him, so he wears a chrome dome <laughs> the, almost the entire time. Yeah. Which they, he constantly gets made fun of about. Yeah. By the way, that is no spoilers. You can just assume yeah. that. <laughs> I liked uh, James Gunn did a, a quick interview where somebody asked him, you know, with that with that thing being so shiny, how did you shoot not seeing the cameras and the sets and everything? And James like, we had to be really creative to take care of that reflection. They well, they they actually he, yeah. used that at some point. Yeah, there's a great shot later in the movie. You guys, you you'll okay. know when you get to where they with, actually do yeah. the shot in the reflection of the back of it. Yeah, it's, okay. It's an it's an like from a cinematic standpoint, it's an incredible shot. I mean, we're we're talking like. Like a nomination of cinematography. Like the whole time I saw his watch, I was like, "Holy crap, that is awesome!" Okay, Mm. all right, Uh, uh, guys, it's seriously this movie's phenomenal. It is. But also, this is what we get for being old and being in Atlanta all day, (laughs) and then be just like, "I'm not leaving the house today." (laughs) Also, also, one of the awesome things about this movie, this being a James Gunn movie soundtrack. Oh, so I bet bet there's no doubt. Whole movie. Oh, you'll know it's perfectly like as soon as you see the WB shield and the song they're playing, open it up to it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's this is so James good. Gunn. Yeah, mm. like, I, I, I don't want to tell you the song because that's what, what? makes it so special. Okay. Spe- well, you know, sp- speaking of opening songs, really quickly, Bo, have you seen Black Widow yet? No, I have not. Okay. The the, the opening song is a cover of nirvana uh it smells like teen spirit that's what i've heard somebody else i saw somebody brought that up i need to look that cover up i've heard it's haunting and it is hauntingly beautiful beautiful oh it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. okay i'll look that up afterwards but one one thing i wanted to note about james gunn and his soundtrack is unlike guardians of the galaxy i didn't feel like the soundtrack drove this movie it it was there and it, it, it it was still james gunn's um, you knew it was him just by the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, you knew you knew it was yeah. him. It's like this is just what he does with comic book movies. Yeah. So it's like that—that that was his signature on the movie, mm-hmm. other than the cinematography, obviously. But but that was a signature. But unlike Guardians of the Galaxy, where it was very very prominent, mm-hmm. in yeah. this that was one of the things he changed. Huh. With it. Okay. He, he he kept with the tone of DC being a little heavier, heavier hitting, darker. Um, it is definitely heavier, hitting, and darker. Like, yes, be, a lot. Be prepared. There is like, uh, if you're a little squeamish to certain things, there are a couple of things you're going to be like, uh, but like I said, this is think R-rated DC. Guardians. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's R-rated Guardians. Yeah. So I'm just fair warning you there. You're gonna, you're gonna be sometimes you're gonna be laughing your butt off, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, that was horrible. But then yeah. you're back to laughing your butt off. Okay. I Man, this is what you would expect from DC, basically. Well, that's yeah. uh. I, I would expect nothing but a stellar soundtrack from both James. I mean, James Gunn and Quentin Tarantino are known for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they utilize yeah. soundtracks better than anybody in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But let me think, just going back to talking to John Cena, every actor in this movie, like, acted their butt off. Like, you're very sympathetic to each mm-hmm. one of the characters. Even like, and still Even Weasel? Back, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all I've seen and is like glass. I say, you say so. what you will about the original Suicide Squad. Viola Davis, she is so perfect as Amanda Waller. Oh, she, yeah. was, she was good movie, in the first movie. Oh, the, the wait, till, is, wait till you watch this one. This she she's full Amanda Waller in this movie. I hadn't seen many trailers or anything of this. I'd like seen the original, and I and I've forgotten that she actually came back as Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. And when I saw her, I actually got giddy because she made such an impact. Mm-hmm. In the and, and the thing was, I'm not a fan of the original Suicide Squad movie. Right. I went back and watched it again, and I was like, 
they could have cut 45 minutes out of this oh, movie. And easily. It would have been much better. And But she is just mm-hmm. evil. Like, yeah, she, but, but she's just like, and, and her and another character in the movie have a lot in common. And we're going to, we're, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Once you once you guys, and granted, I'm sure anybody that's listening, this has seen the movie. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, is that that person?" <laughs> um, but we'll as soon to, as we'll you guys watch, watch the movie, you'll see what I mean. Yeah. Are we going to try to watch it on the TV or we're going to try to go to the movies? Look, we got the kids coming up this this weekend, we and we're ta- not taking them to that. <laughs> we can't take them to that. Oh my gosh! So we. Well, that's also, and, we're going to have to work it. something out here. If, if they if they take it out of IMAX, that's where I want to see it. Mm-hmm. If they take it out of IMAX before we can get to it this week. I'm going to resign myself to watching it on HBO Max because I I, but, I, I um, want to see it. I want to see it, and I don't want it spoiled for me. So it's it's a fun movie. It's like it's just just enjoy. Like I said, I'm going to tell you. Like I said, you know, just take all your DC notions and just enjoy mm-hmm. this movie. Well, I mean, the, well, the thing is, is you can expect it. Like you know, both said you can expect it to be dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's DC. You know, DC kind of styled themselves as the adult Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way they do things, everything. I mean, we got, you know, the Batman coming up probably next year that's going to be, you know, Robert Pattinson beating the ever crap out of people. Can't I mean, it's going to be amazing. But, I mean, that's just what Warner Brothers, that's the path they've chosen mm-hmm. with all their comic book properties is to be more adult. And this movie is like their manifesto. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. I mean, okay. it's like... All the it's like all the minor characters that you'd never you either didn't know who they were or you or it was just like they existed just for an action figure, but they they get their time to shine. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's just it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. It's just, uh, and James Gunn got to do it. It is beautiful. Yeah, when we when we had stopped by when we were in Atlanta and we st- had a chance to stop by and see uh, Craig and. Abby for just a few minutes before she had to jet off to work, but Craig Craig told us at that point like Abby had already watched it what like three times already. Three or four times. Three or Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, fun. "What are What are you doing? I'm watching Suicide Squad again." Yeah, she, so. yeah, she was like up at five thirty in the morning. He walked in there. Like, what are you doing up so early? He's like, "I'm watching it again." <laughs> so. Speaking of uh, of comics, uh, Boa, I bought my comic book. Oh, nice! What'd I, you pick up? I had to get it. The the new uh, the first issue of Batman eighty nine. Oh yes, I I need to go get that. That just that up. it yeah. came out, and I'm seeing rave reviews on it. The comic book stores that I used to frequent up here are all gone. Yep. They're they're shut down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Midtown Comics online, the the Midtown up in New York, uh, I ordered it. So it should be arriving. I got a shipment notice a couple I, days ago. I, I need to do. I need to order online. Yeah, much as I love eighty nine. Speaking of which, you know the Flashback Cinema is doing that movie here in a couple weeks. No, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, they Where's are doing eighty nine. Uh, they do it at the Amstar in Aniston. They they do that. You know, they oh. do the, second, oh. the the flashback cinema, whatever program type thing. Okay. So they're they're doing eighty nine. I want to say like in a couple of weeks, and it's both days I work, so I'm going to miss out on it. <laughs> of course, but, hey, <laughs> yeah. But the family and I are going Wednesday to watch the Iron Giants, so you know. Oh, oh yeah. In Aniston or Alabaster? Uh, Al- Alabaster. Okay. I was about to say that's going to be a. Yeah, Aniston's got a. Yeah, that would be Oxford's the got Amstar, Amstar, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I may I'm, I may have said Aniston, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Aniston or Alabaster, if I ever, you know. I'm like, hey, we're driving over there to pick up the kids. So we can drive through <laughs> but, Aniston, so might as well. But I want to say, I want to say Batman 89 was one of the upcoming ones that were supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. I'll try to send you the link later on. Such a beautiful movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know me. <laughs> I'm a good guy, Trevor. <laughs> so. Well, guys, I think uh, we have 
we have had a great time tonight. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we, we sign off for another couple of weeks? Mm, nope. I think I'm, think I'm good over here on this part of the couch over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I don't have anything else to, to touch yeah. on. I, I think I've tapped out. Yeah, I think I rambled a little too much this episode. And my apologies. I want to go watch Suicide Squad again now. <laughs> yeah, I may have to fall asleep watching it. <laughs> In a good turn, way. Turn Beavis and Butthead back on. And watch the video <laughs> as I fall asleep tonight. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to be with all of us. We we absolutely love you and mm-hmm. appreciate you spending your last almost couple of hours with us. And uh, hit us up on the social medias. Because that's grammatically correct. Um, <laughs> that's up on that there Facebook and Instagram stuff. Yeah, uh, one of one of them there technical things. <laughs> yeah, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Bama Geeks, YouTube. Look us up, Bama Geeks. It is the audio version of this uh, this podcast, and you can find this podcast wherever you uh, download. If you get us on Apple, please head on over there to iTunes. Give us a five star review rating we certainly appreciate it we uh, looked at the download numbers before we came on uh this evening and we certainly appreciate the support yes. there there are a lot of downloads and and we thank you and we always appreciate uh, all of our friends who reach out to us personally on facebook and everything just to joke around with us i think kevin brooks posted on my my page another mm-hmm. peanut butter solution yep. sure did. meme the other night so <laughs> keep it going kevin keep yeah. it going yes. keep peanut butter solution alive <laughs> please so <laughs> i think it was a picture of the senior it was yes. yeah. <laughs> senor, senor. we appreciate the interaction and, and we appreciate you guys hanging with us and like i said if you want to give us a five-star review we certainly appreciate it we'd love to hear from you if you want to email us, bamageeks at gmail.com, you can get us that way. We're going to say goodnight. We're going to call it because work beckons early in the morning. Yay. Yeehaw. Woo-hoo. Woo. <laughs> 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 so say bye, guys. Good night. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Have a great Wednesday because if you're listening to us, it's a Wednesday. And may the false be with you. Always. Always. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.